wanted to make sure everybody listening knows that if you're an independent home improvement retailer in the United States or Canada, you're already a member of the North American Retail Hardware Association. And so that means if you're a hardware store, home center, or lumberyard, and you're independently owned, you're already a member of NRHA. And the NRHA has been in existence since 1900 and serves its members in a variety of ways, from Hardware Retailing Magazine and our two podcast series, to exclusive research and events, the association is here to help you become better and more profitable business owners. So we encourage you to make sure you take advantage of the services that are available to you that can help you better compete. To learn more about what NRHA does for you, make sure you visit us at www.nrha.org. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the uh, Taking Care of Business podcast. This is Dan Trottencheck, your host. And uh, it's, uh, I was talking with my producer, Kevin, as, we, uh, as we're getting ready to start uh, recording today's podcast. And coming out of the whole pep talk version of the podcast that we've been doing for this last several months, we were doing those twice a week. And Kevin and I were both kind of saying, now that we're back on a, on a weekly schedule, it almost kind of feels weird. I feel like I haven't really gotten to see Kevin much lately. Um, but, uh, but here we are, uh, we're, we're kind of starting to shift focus a little bit on the taking care of business podcast. Um, we were so, uh, immersed in all of the COVID-19 discussions for so long. And I appreciate all of you guys who have continued to tune in and, and listen to, listen to our guests, uh, talk about all the things, uh, in the industry as they were related to COVID, but as things, and I'm knocking on wood here. Maybe you could hear that knocking on wood that as all things begin to uh, kind of come back more into a little um, more normal uh, kind of situation. And, and I don't, I don't want to jinx anything certainly by saying that, but if nothing else, it seems like um, a lot of the industry has, has learned how to better deal with the challenges presented by COVID. And as that's happened, We've dialed back the frequency on the podcast a little bit here, and we're going to begin exploring new uh, topics, and um, and that's where we're going to start with today's guest, and, and and I think it's certainly a timely discussion for us to be having. Um, but I was really excited to get this guest on our podcast today, and and just a, a little bit of background is is we were having a discussion internally at NRHA about a lot of the things that are going on right now. And one of our staff men members mentioned um, that she had been to a presentation at a true value market where they had talked about true values, inclusion and diversity council. And, and she brought that to my attention. I was like, wow, I really want to learn more about that and what they're doing and what they're all about. Um, because that's such a, a I mean, it's a shame to call it a progressive idea, but it's something that, that I haven't seen a lot of going on in our industry. And, and, and what better time to start talking about that than right now? So our guest today is Antoine Hinton. Antoine, welcome to the program. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Antoine, why don't you start by telling us a little bit about, about what you do at True Value and then what you do for the Inclusion and Diversity Council, and, and then kind of explain to us what the Inclusion and Diversity Council was started for and what you guys do with that. Great, Dan. Uh, I like to say my day job, I am the <laughs> director of the Lawn and Garden and Outdoor Tools Department. So, so you've been busy with that too. <laughs> exactly, uh, very busy. We're having a record year, yeah. uh, as you can imagine from the pandemic 
people are staying close to home, staying around home. So a lot of DIY projects are being done. So a lawn and garden sales are through through the roof. Yeah. 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 So I like to say that's my day job, right? I have a, a team of buyers that report to me and we develop basically the lawn and garden products uh, that our company sells. And I affectionately say that my night job, I am the <laughs> chairperson of our uh, inclusion and diversity council. It's a volunteer position, uh, but I have been over this specific council for the last two and a half to three years. Great. So just to give you a little background on our IND council, we started in 2012 by our previous CEO. His name was John Hartman. And our mission for the council is that the Inclusion and Diversity Council encourages true value company to lead the way as an inclusive wholesaler through employment practices, supplier decisions, and community involvement. So that's what our mission is. That's what our focus is. Uh, we're comprised of 30 associates uh, throughout various areas of the company. Those 30 council members are split into six different committees. And those six committees are events and community outreach, uh, retail distribution center and field outreach, learning and development, communication and public relations, recruiting and retention, and supplier diversity and member outreach and reunions. So uh, that's a, a short synopsis of what the committee is all about. Man, that's that, that, that's truly fantastic because you guys have been focused on this for this long. And, and I mean, you know, I, I say this long and, and it's uh, it, it's it's cer certainly something everybody should be focused on. But you guys kind of said, let's let's take some action. And I think I think a lot of organizations out there right now are thinking, what do we do to take action? And you just listed off these six different areas that you guys are focused on. Uh -huh. What are some of the what are kind of some of the projects within those areas? What do you guys what do you guys do? Do you work with kind of the retail members as well? Or um, maybe just give yes. us some more detail kind of about the things you guys are working on. OK, yeah, I'll give you a quick overview for 2020. Dan, our council is focused on four different areas. Right. I mentioned okay. I mentioned a few of the committees. So it's centered around the committees like re recruiting and retention is one of our focuses, learning and development, supplier diversity and promotion of our efforts internal as well as external. So I thank you for this opportunity because you're actually Absolutely. tackling one of our things with promotion of our efforts internally and externally. And if I could take you through a few things sure. uh, relating to our focus area for our recruiting and retention uh, focus, we're currently creating a hiring manager educational seminar around hiring diversified candidates, right? Perfect timing, yeah. as you said earlier. And secondly, uh, we're exploring virtual career fairs to fulfill current hiring needs throughout our retail distribution centers. Okay. We have 13 retail distribution centers throughout the nation. So obviously in this world, uh, what's going on with the pandemic, everyone working from home, working remote, you know, we have to take advantage of virtual career fairs. So that's something right. that we're doing. Secondly, from a learning and development perspective, we like to say learning and development versus training because when people think training, they think, right, I got to do this to check it off the box, right? right? Certification, yeah. so on and so forth. But learning and development is more of an ongoing thing, right? We're always learning. We're always developing. So our company is currently uh, planning a edu educational seminar around Black Lives Matter for the month okay. of July. So this is based upon everything that's going on with uh, yeah. George, uh, uh, George Floyd uh, murder. So we're talking about a lot of things like that. 
in addition to that, we're talking about acknowledgement of holidays in all cultures. For example, next week, we're celebrating Juneteenth. A lot of people don't necessarily know what Juneteenth is, but Juneteenth is a holiday uh, where uh, Blacks actually learned that they were free from right. slavery. They didn't learn it until June 19th, 1865 in the state of Texas, but they were actually free in 1863. So yeah. it's a holiday that uh, 47 of the 50 states actually observe. So it'll be an educational opportunity for us to share that type of information in the you know, internally, because a lot of people don't know about it. Uh, next, I said promotion of our efforts, right? We're using our company's website. We're using LinkedIn. We're using social media. We're using other outlets to promote the efforts of what we're doing externally. From an internal perspective, we're, we have an uh, internet system, right? We just finalized our annual IND report that we circulated internally. We have a quarterly newsletter to promote our efforts. And also, I should have mentioned that we actually have an IND video that's posted on our YouTube website. So oh, okay. a lot of exciting things going on that we're doing to promote our efforts. And uh, last but not least, I should say that supplier diversity. We're looking to develop opportunities for new and diverse suppliers through special events, line reviews, RFPs, so on and so forth. And I forgot one thing, Dan, I should also say. Our events team, although it's not one of the four focus areas I mentioned to you, they're always doing things. Yeah. So that's an ongoing thing. Our events team is really the backbone of what we do. Currently, we're working on a donation drive for our True Value Boys and Girls Club. A lot of people don't know that, but we actually have a True Value Boys and Girls Club. Yeah. So we're doing a donation drive for those that have been impacted by, by the pandemic, as well as neighborhood damage during the George Floyd protests. Yeah. So we're helping them there. And then we're celebrating our diversity uh, uh, in which we're celebrating Pride Month right now. That's a big thing for us as a company. So we changed our company banner to the Pride colors and we provided email signatures to each associate. So different things like that. So as you can see, we got a lot going on. Yeah, you got you, you definitely have a lot, a lot going on. And 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 I think that, you know, it's so important to point out is, I mean, for our organization at, at, at NRHA, and I think a lot of organizations right now are starting to, and again, it's, it's, it's in many ways a shame to say we're starting to think about it now, but it, it, it's hopefully we're in a time where people are going to be taking more action. Yes. And, and, and what you guys are doing in education and learning is such an important component of that because I think when you, when you start boiling a lot of it down. I think there's a lot of misconceptions that kind of mm -hmm. float ar out around there about about inclusion and diversity really on all fronts. And a right. lot of that's because people don't haven't haven't had the opportunity to interact with a very diverse uh, um, set of friends or associates and 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 just really haven't had a chance to learn about those different experiences that could could make us all understand one another a, a little bit better. Um, right. You know, I know that the, I, I've been involved in the home improvement industry, the channel for quarter century, really, mm -hmm. and and it's it, it's a relatively um, homogenous uh, kind of population. You know, mm -hmm. I, I think that that when you look at, I mean, for a long time there were there were discussions about you, you know I, when I first joined the industry about you know, the difficulties for some, for some women 
owning right. hardware stores uh, or right. running hardware stores. And That's I think right. the industry, once they realized that as, as an issue, they began to respond to it and say, well, how do, how do we become more inclusive and starting to try and try and, and, and build uh, ways for, for us to be more understanding and inclusive of, of women running businesses. Now we look around and we're still pretty homogenous though. Mm -hmm. and, and we need to expand that, that reach right. to, to other, um, other minority classes and say, what can we do to be more diverse and inclusive That's within it. the industry? What are some things that you think that, that are important for the industry to understand about, about embracing diversity and inclusion? Wow, Dan, you said a lot and you, you hit it right on. So I'm going to try to pack a little bit, a lot into a little bit, right? Because that's <laughs> okay. a loaded question. As my <laughs> pastor at my church says, that, that question is pregnant with possibility. So I'm going <laughs> right. to try, try to give you a few things, right? All so right. first of all, what are we doing now, Dan? We're talking about it, right? Yeah. So number one, in my opinion, talk about it. Don't be in, afraid to engage in conversations with fellow coworkers, family members, friends, so on and so forth. Talk about it. That's what we're doing here. Secondly, you said it as well. Educate yourself, right? No one knows all the answers, right? But you must admit that you don't know everything, but you're willing to seek out the answer and be open-minded in learning, right? Next, I would say, take self-inventory of yourself, right? Yeah. Self-reflection of yourself. And once you do that, take action, right? What are you doing to reverse systematic racism, right, in the industry, right, within your workspace, right? Mm -hmm. Are you aware of unconscious bias? Everyone uses the term unconscious bias, right? Sure. Are you aware of that? Building awareness, right, is the first step towards change, right? In addition to that, answer these questions. When I talk about taking action, are you hiring diverse talent, right? Are you trying to retain diverse talent? Because hiring is bringing them through the front door, but if you can't retain them, they're leaving out the back door, right? Right? Are you managing cross-generation or ageism issues, right? Yeah. That's important. Are you ensuring that your workplace promotes inclusivity, right? When we talk about IND, a lot of people focus on diversity, but inclusion is important as well right to simply say it right dan you invite me to the dance but when we get to the dance dan doesn't want to dance with me Antoine <laughs> yeah. wants to dance, but dan don't want to dance right <laughs> so that's what inclusivity is about you ask me to come to the dance that's the diversity side but when we get there are you asking me to dance that's right examples of that are including minorities on boards strategic committees right support when they're promoted and not promoted including them in talent assessment reviews, access to resources, support from SLT teams. So those are the many things that, that we can do individually, right, to help uh, move our uh, industry along in that area. You know, and I think it's so interesting because one of the things that, that we talk, particularly to retailers, about so much in this industry is, uh, I hear it all the time from retailers, but I, I, I have a hard time finding good people. I have a right. hard time finding people that, that want to grow a career with my business. And one of the things that we always tell them is, well, at some point you got to ask yourself where you're looking and are you looking mm. at all the places you should be? And, That's right. and, and I think if, if, uh, if you're looking for ways to promote diversity and then encourage inclusion, 
you, you really said it there is one of the best places to start is when you're thinking about talent and, right. and what, what different ideas and points of view and backgrounds can, can bring to your team. Right. Um, and, and if you're hungry and looking for, for good people for your business, just make sure you're looking as broadly as you possibly can. That's right. It. That's right. Very and, important. And, and what, what are some of the, I mean, I, I know this sounds almost silly to say, but, but for businesses that, that engage, I mean, obviously True Value has done this. They've said, we want to make, we're, we're co so committed to it. We're going to create a, a, a council to, to advise us and help us with this. What do you think some of the benefits for True Value as a whole are or other companies that say, you know what, I'm going to make, I'm going to make concerted efforts to focus on these kind of things. What are some of the benefits that come to those kind of businesses from doing it, other than the obvious benefits of just lifting society up? Right, right. Good question, Dan. First, I, I always say, do it simply because it's the right thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> right? Simply put, it's the right thing to do. Secondly, it improves employee engagement and retention. Yeah. Right? Okay. Thirdly, it enhances the culture of the company. It just makes it a better place to work. Right? more diversified organizations, the culture is, the morale is just higher, yeah. right? Lastly, since businesses typically like to tie things back to the bottom line, research, research I'm sorry, has proven that more diverse organizations are proven to be more innovative and better at problem solving, yeah. which obviously leads to higher profit. So those are good reasons right there to invest or, or look into enhancing your areas uh, of inclusion and diversity as it relates to your business. Yeah, absolutely. Again, because, you know, if you have a room full of people that are looking for ideas or looking for solutions to problem, the more points of view you can have, um, you know, That's the right. diversity of the points of view and the brain power yep. you bring to the table just That's makes it. you that much better. That's um, right. Diversity of thoughts, diversity of ideas, yeah. right? I, I always say, Dan, I'm from the south side of uh, Chicago. If you got 10 people on the south side of Chicago on one team, we've all experienced the same thing. You're not going to have a diversity of ideas and thoughts, yeah. right? So it limits your problem solving. It limits your innovation. So by having a more diverse team, then you expand all those things. The only thing I got to say is, is if from, you're from the South side, if you're a White Sox fan, I don't know. I, I don't know if I would have had you on the program. <laughs> Dan, I'm glad you said that. Uh, I am different. I'm from the South side of Chicago. But because of my grandmother, I am a diehard Chicago Cubs fan. All right. Now, well, I, I, knew, I knew I liked you. Yeah, yeah. Now, I support the Sox because I'm a Chicago guy, but I All am right. a true and true diehard uh, Chicago Cubs fan. And it comes from my grandmother taking me to games as a, a little uh, boy growing up. Well, well, I'm glad to hear that. Hey, you were <laughs> talking a little bit about um, some of the things you guys do with the council where you work with retailers. Could, uh -huh. could you tell us a little bit more about that? Do you have retailers that – that reach out to the console for advice or do you help them pl plan events or consult with them on there? But what, what do you do in that regard? Great question. Again, you talked about earlier how you uh, heard about information about our, from our council about one of our, we say our reunions or our reunions are our uh, annual trade shows. We have two right. trade shows a year. So we get our retailers, all of our customers together at this specific event. And basically we like to provide educational seminars. We provide educational seminars on IND initiatives. Okay. Uh, in addition to that, we provide a window clean kit uh, 
that says if you have a diversity supplier, if you're a, a diversity store owner, you can kind of put those in your window. You can put those on your shelves in your store, kind of promoting that, rather if it's a minority business, rather if it's a uh, disability, rather if it's, uh, you know, um, all those different things, all uh, uh, veterans, so on and so forth. So we like to promote that internally. Yeah. We like to uh, provide them with educational seminars. And lastly, but not least, we had a last year, we had a uh, retailer or a customer reach out to us because he wanted to participate in the New York Pride Parade. So we uh, were willing to co-sponsor with him on that event. Unfortunately, due to the number of people that was on the wait list, he didn't get in. But okay. we were willing to partner with him on things like that. So those are the type of things that we do. And to your point, uh, retail customers reach out to us all the time on how we can partner with them. That's that's fantastic. And, and uh, um, I think, you know, again, go, the root of this being starting with education and understanding the importance of diversity and and even some of the things you talked about earlier, whether it's whether it's something like Black Lives Matter or, or Pride Month, just really understanding what that is and and, right. and understanding from from people, you know, and trust without just saying, I'm going to listen to this side or this side and let them tell me what it is. I, you know, just, yeah. just being able to educate yourself about what's really behind these things is such an That's important it. place to start. That's you, it, Dan. It, you know, it, it, it seems kind of, again, funny to say this um, because I think, you know, on a day-to-day -day basis, a lot of people go about their lives and don't really think about these things. Particularly, you know, um, people who aren't facing things like discrimination or racism or whatever it is on a daily basis, right. it's not really top of mind. And sometimes it takes things like what we're seeing right now going on to at least bring it top of mind where, where you and I are discussing it. I'm sure mm -hmm. you're probably discussing it a lot more right mm -hmm. now than in, during uh, even yep. regular uh, times. Do yep. you feel that we're kind of at this inflection point, hopefully as a society where, where we're going to have more of these discussions and hopefully those discussions are going to lead to real action? Yeah. Uh, wow. Good question again. I'm, I'm a little worried about us labeling it as a, uh, uh, what we're experiencing right now, I should say. Yeah. Right. I don't want to put a label to it. Right. Okay. I, but I do realize to your point, and I do think that we're in the midst of something uh, and we can always be hopeful, right, that it's going to create ongoing change, an everlasting impact. Uh, Martin Luther King uh, once said that the arc always bends towards justice. Yeah. And the good news right here is that we're having these type of conversations, right? We're raising our critical consciousness. We're understanding people's experiences more. And in my opinion, this is always a step towards positive change. So in my opinion, I'm hoping, right, just as you do, that this is a long-term impact. But I am uh, happy to say that uh, we're having these type of conversations and, and, and people are, are educating themselves and different things like that. So it, it, it makes me excited and it makes me feel like something is different about this. So. Well, and I think that, I mean, one of the things I'd like to do, and, 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 and I'm sure you guys are doing this as part of the council, but, you know, so often there will be some kind of event and you talk about stuff, but then it just kind of goes away. 
So yep. what, what, one of the things I'd like to say is I really want to challenge everybody that's listening to our program, everybody who engages in NRHA. I, I mean, I, I, in all sincerity, in the 25 years I've been working with the home improvement industry, I think it's just some of the best people that are so worried um, and care so much about their communities, and they do so much uh, uh, to help uplift their communities. And I just want to challenge all those guys, all the different distributors and manufacturers that listen to the program. Talking about this stuff is great, but let's just, each and every one of them, no matter how small it is, what is one thing you can do to help? What one thing you can do to move this forward? And if everybody who listens, the retailers, manufacturers, wholesalers, whoever else it is, just says, you know what, I'm going to commit to doing one thing to promote diversity and inclusion within my business, within my community, within my family, because it's the right thing to do, we can start seeing some real change. Um, you know, one of the things we, we've been talking about this at, at NRHA for a while, and, 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 and actually this week, the fact that, that we're able to have you on the podcast this week, the, the, the fact that, that this week is Juneteenth, that, 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 um, uh, that all that stuff is happening this week. We're making an announcement this week at NRHA about some of these small things we're doing. We, we, mm -hmm. With our retail management certification program, we're, we're, we're launching a scholarship that is going to be specifically targeted for a minority class individual Phenomenal. to take place or to take part in our retail management certification program. In addition to that, we are going to add to the curricula of our retail management certification program and our foundations of leadership program, a session on diversity and inclusion. Because if you're going to be a good leader, you need to understand the importance of both those things. That's right. And lastly, um, you, you know, one of the things that, that might not, you know, be first to come to mind is we're going to get diversity inclusion training for our team at NRHA. We have a fantastic awesome. team that we could always be better. Mm -hmm. and, and, and again, those aren't, I, I don't think, it, I, I'm, I'm so happy we're doing those things. They're not things that in and of themselves are going to change the world or, or our society. But, but if, enough company, if enough companies start doing just something and not just say, we're going to think about it or talk about it, but do something, maybe we can get somewhere. And Antoine, as we're going down this road, we would love to continue to engage you and, and your counsel on advice, on maybe okay. opportunities to help us prepare education and training that we could push out to NRHA members and so on about the topic. Because you guys have done some really good work there and we appreciate what you're doing. Thank you. Appreciate it. We would love to do that. Thank you. What, uh, so, so kind of a, a parting piece of advice for what can other companies do if they want to learn more about what you guys are doing at the IND council, if they want to just do things within their own company, what are some things people can do to get more information about this kind of stuff? Okay. So I'm going to give you a few things, uh, Dan. First to me, it starts with leadership. Right. It starts at the CEO level. You kind of talked about it earlier, but CEOs and companies need to step out in front and take a stance. Right. Secondly, uh, each decision in a company must be guided by a company's values. Right. Therefore, inclusion and diversity must be reflected in their values. Your values hold you accountable and shows that you're picking a side. Yeah. Right. You mentioned an idea earlier about what you're doing with a scholarship. Right. Uh, 
I thought that was a great idea. And that's something that I wanted to talk about a little bit there, right? We know sure. that the home improvement industry is dominated by uh, white males, right? We just know that not a lot of minorities, not a lot of women, yeah. right? So two things comes to mind to me when we talk about eliminating, uh, you know, racism, sexism, so on and so forth, right? How do we improve the pipeline to the industry, yeah. right? And the pipeline starts with free programs for young women and urban youth, right? Yeah. Diversified internship programs, recruiting at diversified schools such as HBCUs, right? Mm -hmm. Employability in our industry are always ways to address systematic uh, barriers, right? These options also address systematic barriers and allow employees to engage within their community yeah. on company time, right? Yeah. So that's most important. And then uh, last but not least, right, in the areas of sexism and racism, we need more women and minorities in leadership roles. Yeah. That's very important. So for, rather the CEO, VPs, SLT team, simply put, we just need more women and minorities in leadership roles. So from a home improvement industry, holistic perspective itself, I think that's where uh, we can help out. That's where we can, uh, can help the movement. Fantastic. Yep. If someone wants to learn more about what you guys are doing, is there is there a place they could go or or just go through True Value to kind of learn about what you're doing? Yes, you can. You can go to our uh, TrueValue.com website and check out our, our IND landing page and our supplier diversity landing page. Uh, you can talk to some of the organizations that are featured on our website. We have a okay. list of organizations that we partner with. Uh, you can uh, reach out to them and, and, and learn about a few things that we've done uh, collaboratively, right? You can follow our company on LinkedIn and Twitter. And then there's also a email address on our company website. It's IND at truevalue.com. Feel free to reach out to me. That comes directly to me. And uh, my co-chair, his name is Brian Reinhardt. That email address comes directly to us and we can address any issues, questions. Uh, we can talk about partnering on different events, so on and so forth. So those are ways that you can learn about what we're doing uh, at True Value as it relates to inclusion and diversity. Fantastic. Antoine, thank you so much for taking the time. I know, like you said, you, you got at least two jobs you're working mm -hmm. on, and I'm sure you're busy with both of them uh, mm -hmm. right now. So I really appreciate you taking the time, but such an important thing to talk about and uh and as i said i'd love to continue to engage with you as we kind of go through some of these processes and learning as we go forward as an association um and i would encourage everybody again just you know as as we're getting ready to, to leave here but i would just challenge everybody to, to think about this challenge yourself to learn something about different uh people with different backgrounds or or different beliefs than you have and 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 also i challenge you to just do something do something to help promote this because it's so i mean it's one of the most important issues we're facing right now and right. and and talking about it is great thinking about it's great but just do something no matter how small you think it might be right um, antoine thank you so much appreciate your time and really appreciate what you're doing okay thank you, thank you dan i enjoyed that appreciate it take care thank you Thanks. bye